Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Spiritual Path. I am your host, Kim Gilster, and I have Sir Dubois back with me today. How are you doing, Sir? Hi, I'm doing very well. Sir? Can you hear me? <laughs> are you with us? <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, for those of you that don't know, I am a life coach. What is a life coach? Well, I coach you to happiness. I help you to fall madly in love with yourself. I generally work with people who are more sensitive than not. Um, and I'm working on a lot of material and courses um, where you won't actually have to have me coaching you one-on-one necessarily. Um but I'm going to have you um, be able to purchase some workbooks online and et cetera. I'm really excited about that because I've been able to help a lot of people. Um, so, yes. So what is a life coach? We actually, we fill in where therapists don't. <laughs> we don't treat mental illness. No, we don't do that. Um, instead, we actually help you really, really get in touch with who you are, what you really, really want, and be able to get you in a space where you can get absolutely everything you want out of life. Um, so that's what I do. My website is kimgilster.com. There is a link on the description. Um, right now, you can get a 15-minute free consultation. Um, so we can see whether or not we can work together, right? And Silver here is actually... One of my students. She was one of my first. <laughs> and we are both twin flames. So, yes, yeah. I do offer what people understand as being twin flame coaching as well. Um, but I offer coaching for, you know, it's, it's mostly, you know, about really, really falling in love with yourself and becoming truly self-empowered and getting out of any kind of suffering. Okay, and that leads us into what a twin flame is. Um, and it seems very contradictory to people. So people have this idea um, that your twin flame is the one, um, that they are your other half, that, you know, there's, you know, this whole really romanticism around twin flames. But which is not necessarily incorrect because unfortunately what happened with capitalism is that this whole notion of romantic um, became about, you know, love relationships and, you know, butterflies and rainbows and unicorns and whatnot, right? You know, we think of Valentine's Day. It's very commercialized. Mm-hmm. Um, but originally, if you think about the word romantic, um, that's not really the definition of it. Um, one of my favorite periods in art history is the Romantic period. And for those who don't know, this took place, you know, in the late 1700s, early 1800s, during the revolutionary period in Western culture. Um, and for the first time, artists were depicting emotions and feelings. So really what it's about is covering all of the emotions and feelings. So that's going to mean things like anger and that's going to mean things like sadness and pain and et cetera, right? Not mm. just things that we identify as feeling good, mm. right? Yeah. Or things that we know we want, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. So how does this apply to twin flame? Okay. So twin flame is like that, right? The twin flame serves as your ultimate mirror okay mm-hmm. if indeed you have that alignment and not everybody does and not everybody mm-hmm. has a twin and a twin where where your twin is you because they really are you okay but they are you on the level of spirit mm-hmm. right but they're a different person okay mm-hmm. So because they're actually a different person and, you know, they are, you know, you're, you know, another piece of your spirit or your other half, it could be your other half of your spirit and there are variables of that, um, 
because of that, okay, they are you, but but they decided to have different soul alignments. Okay, and what I mean by soul alignments is your soul is another field of energy that you're working with while you're here on the earth plane. And I didn't make this up. This is also like, you know, um, it's in the Bible even. It's called the second death in the Bible. It's discussed there. Um, You know, it's also talked about definitely in Hinduism. Well, original Hinduism in the Vedas, um, where they don't call it soul, but, you know, you talk about this other energy soul that's linked into the earth and it has things, different things going on within it. Um, so, yeah, that's different with your twin than it is to you. Um, but there will be soul alignment. Okay, I'm not going to get all into that. That's a little complicated, but I will just say there will be soul alignment. Um, and then you have your physical self, right, your body. And obviously, they're not in the same body. Okay, so what's going on with their brain and their biological makeups and things, and, and those things are going to be, you know, affecting them in different ways. So there are going to be differences. <laughs> okay, and most of the time, I mean, I've never met a bona fide twin alignment, if you will, um, where, you know, you met that person and they were what you had in your mind that you kind of idealized as your perfect mate. Mm. They're not. <laughs> as a matter of fact, mm. most often they're going to bring you big challenges. You will be super attracted to this person once and not and not necessarily the minute you meet them, by the way. Okay? Mm-hmm. There is an ignition that happens between the two spirits. Okay? And it is an ignition. Right? When that ignition happens, then you will find yourself like, oh my gosh, you know, I have to be around this person. I'm like uber attracted to them. It's like most of the people that I've met who are bona fide twin planes, they were never the kind of person who was, like, always looking for, like, consciously really looking for a relationship. And while they may have had a lot of, like, relationships or, you know, maybe even just married for a long time, um, you know, they, there's, but once they meet their twin, they know that, like, oh, it becomes more conscious to you that something was missing. And there was a part of me that knew that something was missing, but I didn't know what was missing. Okay? Yeah. And then you do become consciously aware of the fact that you, yeah, that you were searching, right, for this. You didn't yeah. know you were searching for it necessarily. Because you're not necessarily, like, consciously searching for it. Because what twins are after, this energy, what it is after is unconditional love. So that it, you will have less of a tendency to act in overtly codependent ways. So, because the messages that we get from society sort of, well, and all of our different energy alignments from our family structures and et cetera, et cetera, happen, we do have some codependence. And so what happens is you and your twin are in alignment with, you know, seeking out this unconditional love, right? Um, and mm. really it's unconditional love of self first. Mm. Okay. But here's this person, right, who is your twin. And you have, you know, codependence going on of some sort. And when I say codependence, I don't mean what a lot of people are nowadays defining as codependence, but more of the Melody Beattie type codependence, which actually talks about both sides of the coin of the codependence, because when she does that, she's saying, that, you know, the person who she's identifying as the more narcissistic behaviors is just as codependent as the person who has more enabling, which she calls enabling behaviors, okay? Mm. That's true. Both people are just as codependent on each other. They really are. Um, and oftentimes you will find yourself doing and saying things absolutely out of character for you. You might mm-hmm. be the person who in previous relationships was a little bit more the enabler and then suddenly you're becoming the more narcissistic looking and you're going like what 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 the heck is happening, you know? And you feel like you're out of control, you can't help but be around this person and it makes no sense to you in your head. Why? Really. You know, you just know that 
you know, you want to be around this person. You want to, you know, really, really, and, and it's not psychological, really. It's, it's not that basis. And you know this. And at first, especially, you can't explain it, mm-hmm. you know, because you probably, and, that, and this is true, with bona fide twin alignment, okay, more times than not, um, especially, well, there are some exceptions, which I'll get to, but there's always exceptions to everything, remember. Um, everybody is different. That's why there's no real twin flame signs like a lot of these websites put up, okay? Yeah. Because yeah. everybody True. is different. They have different alignments. They have, like, what they came here to do in their life. We're all unique. Mm. And through that, too, our twin flame alignments are going to be unique. Okay, because every, it's all the twin flames decided to come here and they do basically exact same energy, exact same way. Guess what? It really wouldn't be that much of a benefit. No. Right. Just like that's why we, even if you're not a twin, each each individual is very unique because that uniqueness is a piece of a bigger puzzle that's blending itself to all of the expansion of all. Yeah. And the evolution of all things in all of the collectives of everything. It's not, and it's not just Earth. Okay. So, mm. <laughs> it's like a huge big picture, right? <laughs> yeah. How do I know all of this? Because, well, you know, I was, I was born, born this way as a culture. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> And there's a lot of resistance to it, too. And it's, well, that's another thing that I find that twins will have in common. Because um, we do have commonalities, you know. Um, but one of the things that we have in common is whether or not we're in denial of it or, you know, whatever level. But we were born awake. Yeah. I want to okay. born awake. We don't have to wake up. Which is why, yeah, which is why we will have done, you know, work on ourselves before we meet our twins. Well. Not necessarily yeah. an initial meeting. Some people will have an initial meeting when they're really young, um, but then they go away for years before they have yeah. that twin flame ignition. The ignition won't happen until you've done enough work where you can handle the ignition, even though it really feels like you can't handle it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> highly, highly challenging. But that's what it's for. And love is challenging. Okay? Yeah. Love is not, you know, like everybody thinks it's like, oh, they have this idealized person where everything just fits all perfectly and, and this and that. And sometimes in the beginning of a relationship, even with our twins, it feels like that in the beginning. Mm. It actually mm. feels like that with our twins in the beginning. Yeah, which is part mm. of what, like, sucks you in. And then you, and then you start going, oh, my God, what is this evil? You know? <laughs> It feels like the person that you for like all your life. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why uh, you see some of these people. Yeah. And then the challenges come. Yeah. Right. Right. But which is why you see some of these people, you'll go online and you'll see, what is that thing called? It's like something vampire. What, what was that called for? I know you it, you know, where this one woman and she's saying like, oh, you know, it's all just a trick hidden, all of this stuff and that's a lot of fear. <laughs> you know? I mean, completely good. Yeah. And, and those people are what we call, in Twin Flame speak, interrupters. Um, I like that Lindy Cowling was the first um, twin that I know of where I heard her talk about that and she's wonderful. And yeah. um right, and yeah. she calls it interrupter. There's all sorts of things that do try to interrupt your union. But, and I want to talk about the union thing, <laughs> right? So, right. I, we, yeah, so, um, well, I want to backtrack here. Okay, so basically people ask me, well, what is the purpose of a twin flame? Right? Yeah. And I yeah. can sum that up in one word. Love. Oh. Right. <laughs> okay, how you did this? Oh. 
I know. That's a wonderful it's one. Because so I can great. feel you it. Love, 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 painful. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's because people associate love with other people. It's just really not, you know, the right angle to automatically associate it with other people. Yeah. Because real, when you're really working the love, um, it's you. You're your biggest challenge. Yeah. And you're, right, and you're the person that you need to really fall in love with. You know? Yeah. Because if you don't have that anyway, then what are you really offering others? Yes. You know? Um, I was working with someone just yesterday, and we were talking about this particular person is working on becoming, you know, they're going to school um, for acupuncture and so forth. So, you know, they're studying to become a healer. And, you know, I work with a lot of people who are healers, doctors and lawyers. Yes, lawyers are healers in certain ways. It's ones I work with. Um, <laughs> they really help you through some difficult things in life. They're a really good lawyer. They're very much a, a healer. Um, so the thing is, is that what I was explaining to this person is true. Is that, you know, in what I do, I have to learn it. A lot of people think that you can't have compassion for somebody else, that you can't understand somebody else. And again, we're not doing this consciously unless you're really in line with the energy of suffering. But when you're in line with the energy of suffering, you continue to suffer. And when you continue to suffer, you can only hold the space to a certain extent to relieve someone else's suffering. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you really get out of alignment with suffering, you have all sorts of space pulled. I can feel, oh, this is an energy of suffering, but I don't have, in most cases, any kind of alignment with going, oh, you know, I'm suffering too. I'm not wearing anybody else's stuff. Because mm. I decided that I didn't want to suffer. I've always, hmm. been, I've always looked for the easiest, simplest way to do things, right? And hmm. you know, the easiest, simplest way is usually the most effective. Of course, oh, easiest, cool. simplest way doesn't mean lazy and people get that confused. <laughs> no. Because no. easiest, simplest way could also be the most challenging initially. That was just on my mind. Yeah, it could actually be the most challenging initially. Yes. Right. It often is. It's yeah. like pulling that Band-Aid off of that scab. You know the Band-Aid's yeah. got to come off, right? Otherwise yeah. it's going to fester. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah. You're always pulling off uh, more Band-Aids. <laughs> right. Because people are avoiding yeah. pain, they cause themselves to suffer because that Band-Aid's now sitting there and, and the wound is festering underneath it and they haven't pulled the Band-Aid off and felt the pain yeah. and, you know, are able to go in and really work with it, right? And and clean yeah. it up and do whatever needs to be done, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because we're taught to avoid it all the time. I mean, look at the media. Look at what people advertise things as being, right? So anyway, getting back mm-hmm. to you, we really want to be sort of side-talking into pain, but that's what twin flame is about. Your twin yeah. will bring to you pain like you never thought you'd have it and you can't avoid it. Because oh, once you get so ignited as a twin flame, it it will come in through other people, and it's yeah. it's very interesting. You'll have alignments with things. It's not just you know people look for signs, say right. Well, yeah, when you're looking for signs, you're manifesting the signs, so you'll get signs. Yeah, that happens to me. Okay. Right, that, that happens, happens to right. me. Remember? Because Flora yeah. had another relationship that she was convincing herself was her twin, and she was looking for signs, and so she was creating signs that this person yeah. was her twin when she'd already met her twin because she couldn't deal with the pain of her twin, right? True. I know. Yeah. yeah. So then you got sidetracked. <laughs> anyway, that person just served you to, to really, right, 
I mean, you can definitely work through a lot of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So they, so yeah. they still align because that's going to happen no matter what you do. So even yeah, though you were trying to avoid it, it still happened anyway, just through somebody yeah. else. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> <laughs> the energy is the energy. Once you are ignited with your twin, you are in union. Mm. Whether you've had a relationship with them or not, I had, with mine, I had, you know, an almost two-year-long relationship um, and lived together through most of it, um, which is unusual. Most twins, you know, yeah. well, it's a few months on the initial. Yeah. You know, again, I, I know somebody that I worked with who um, is a twin, and they lived together for nine years before the ignition happened. There was part mm-hmm. of them that knew but they didn't know about this term called twin flames, but they did know. And so they were speaking in this term of union. They did, They thought they'd come up with this new thing called union, you know, that was not relationship. Um, so that's what I wanted to talk about, too, relationship, right? Yeah. So most of your twin flame coaches or, you know, they'll advertise to you and say, like, you know, get back into your twin flame relationship and, they have this idea that all twin flames have to be in a romantic relationship of some sort together. Yes. You know, they should be married or, you know, that sort of thing. No. That's not true. It's true in some cases, and it's not true in others. But, Mm -hmm. and here's why that is. Okay. You know, one of the reasons why that is, or the overall reason, I guess you could say. Um. You know, so it depends on what you and your twin decided you're going to do when you came here. So that yeah. has something to do with it initially. Okay. Um, and so some twins, you know, and especially those that are long distance or, you know, one that was a state in a marriage of some sort or whatever, um, when you think about it, especially if the twins can talk together and really, really, really be tight and really support each other and you're supporting each other anyway, energetically, but if you can even do that on a physical level, that's ideal, no matter what, that part's ideal, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and you do want to shoot for that in a certain way. Um, but, you know, what if you think about it, about it this way, you have one twin who is on one part of the planet, and then you have another twin who is on another part of the planet, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. your energy space, because you can feel it even when you're in separation, you can feel what is a merging of your energy because it goes deeper and deeper mm-hmm. and deeper, merge, 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 right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is that um, you're, you're getting deeper and deeper and deeper into that merged union. Um, sometimes, you do, you know, end up in a relationship that's romantic or with, And always. Um, but it doesn't mean you're doing something wrong necessarily if you're not. Yeah. Okay? If you're not in avoidance, you're not running. So the thing that people call running, and all twins do it, is avoidance. Yeah. They want to call it run, but that's like a physical thing because it's not a physical thing. It is actually an energetic thing. It is avoidance. Yeah. Right. And we will do avoidance, uh, especially on the initial, and you know, until you know, because you can't have everything coming at you all at once. It's just it's too much. It's um, too which much. is yeah. why when twins have had a kind of relationship or whatever, it makes them physically run away from each other too. Actually, right. Um, yeah. And it's perfectly understandable because it's just like anything else in life. You have to learn. You have to train ourselves have to really go there and get deeper and deeper and deeper into ourselves, into our self-love and the more we are in our self-love the more we love our twin because again our twin is us. Yes. Okay. That's unconditional means, you know, so yeah, so I found at the beginning, you know, we're talking about the relationship thing, right? If you don't, actually it leads into it, if you don't mind me saying, that's one of the surprising things because when we separated I was working on letting go of it, 
like you think is a healthy thing to do. And I kept confronting myself. And every time right. I confronted myself and healed myself and came to more self-love and compassion for myself, I would be then like, oh, I feel better now. Feel felt released. Oh, I'm going to get but, over them but now. But when you were still in avoidance, Laura, I'm going to when I you, I may I? When you were still in avoidance, right. But you were still in avoidance because you were trying to release your 20s, right? So what That's happened? That's right. <laughs> they kept coming back. <laughs> right. My and, energy go, and when they came back, yeah. what happened? You know, but when, when they came back, what happened? Well, I would get triggered again and have to not be able right. to avoid myself again. Yes. Well, not it wasn't yeah. really about not avoiding yourself, right? What would you say? It was about it? you were avoiding them. Yes, I'm still getting my head around that. <laughs> I know. I yes, because I've only right. realised that I was avoiding them. Yeah, I yeah. Right. But fine. I want to yeah, I want to yeah. get back on track to this whole relationship thing because this is really important. This relationship thing. Because people yeah. are really confused, you know, like what is the difference between relationship and union and um, all of that. And people are saying, oh, well, it's a union, but, you know, you need to shoot for the union. And it's like, yeah, but the union is not about physical. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, the physical can become a part of that. But if you keep, if you keep going with an energy of this, goal of this relationship, what will happen is that resonates <laughs> to your twin as control. And it is. Mm-hmm. Okay? It is. So you have to really work, and it's very, with this kind of energy, very difficult, really work to release that expectation of any in any way, shape, or form of a relationship. Mm. Because expectations are of others are control. Yeah. That is part of what is at the heart of codependency and, and keeps you out of unconditional love. Because those expectations mm. themselves are conditions, and those conditions operate energetically as a form of people trying to control behavior of someone else and the feeling yeah. and et cetera of someone else. Yes. Okay? And people have said to me, but Kim, you have to have some kind of expectations. No, because there's a difference between an expectation and a goal. Okay? So if I have a goal, all right, what I'm saying is this is something I would like to achieve. That's not an expectation. Oh. And mm-hmm. I'm achieving it, right? Somebody yeah. comes to me and they say, Kim, you know, I have this goal. And then I say, well, cool. You have a goal. You should have a goal. Everyone should have a goal. Those are wonderful. Those are not expectations, though. Because I also realize that I have this goal and I might not reach it. Mm-hmm. And I said my goal is really super high. Okay. But I'm okay that maybe I might not reach my goal because the journey getting there is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. Right, when I don't have expectations. Because I don't have expectations of how I'm going to reach the goal. Now I can be out of my way. I can really look at how things look, right? And I can really start to become more aware. And this is very much required with a twin point. Very much required because, like Claire's explaining, your twin's going to come back, mm. and we have what I call, like I guess you would call people who associate with negative, call like negative expectations. So expectations of things that we don't want because of things that we got in the past from other people. Yeah, and in this case, we're talking about twins, but so in this case, from a twin, right? Well, yeah. they did that, so they're going to do this. And they did this, so they're going to do that. Well, you have that expectation, and guess what? You'll probably get that. And sometimes <laughs> you don't. And then when you don't, you're like, well, how come it happened? And, you know, and then you go into suffering. 
Yeah. Because now, especially because we're sensitive, so we start beating up on ourselves. We automatically beat up on ourselves first before we do any kind mm-hmm. of blaming on anybody else. We still will mm-hmm. blame other people sometimes, but it's, you know, because we get into victim thing when we're suffering, just like most people. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's just it's so funny because people think that you know, well, without the whole thing. But people think that narcissists don't feel like they shouldn't feel like victims, but they actually do. That's the whole reason why they're practicing that. And yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> they it's do. a form of trying to protect themselves. Yeah. 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 So and so people think that narcissistic people are not sensitive, and they are. Oftentimes, actually, they, they tend to be very, and that's not to be, so people confuse that with sociopath and psychopath, which is, those are actually real mental illnesses, because even in psychology, narcissism is a personality disorder, it's not a mental illness, which is a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So, yeah, those are different things. They're not narcissism, right? So, yeah. although it's it can be interesting, because Sometimes to observe it, you know, it's observing the, the subtleties. Again, awareness. Yeah. Which is another reason why we need. And the more we have awareness, the more we trust ourselves. And so if we're going to have self-love, we got to have trust, right? Because everybody will tell you, you can't really love somebody you don't trust. Yeah. You can't love How yourself. How are you going to love you yourself trust. if you don't? Yeah. Right. How are you yeah. going to love yourself if you don't trust yourself? Mm. Right? But here's the funny thing about that. So everybody says you can't love somebody unless you can trust them, right? Once you really, really love yourself, you have all of this trust in yourself, and guess what? You don't care about trusting other people because you don't need to. Because you trust Cause you just yourself. Because you just aware. <laughs> oh, look, they're doing yeah. this. I don't, well, I don't want to be in alignment with that. And so yeah. it becomes yeah. a space of just openness and, you know, it's, Awareness. Can we be talking about, oh, I'm awake? Well, that's nice. Are you aware? Yeah. Because a lot of these people who are saying they're awake are talking about negative and positive and, you know, masculine and feminine and talking in all of these polarized ways. And I'm like, but that's not how things actually exist. And if you're a very aware person, you see that. It's obvious to you. Yes. That's very true. But that's how we go for the self-love, because we need the self-love to get the awareness. We need the self-trust to get that awareness, right? Yes, it's true, yeah. 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 And we need that to actually be unconditional love, and we need that to actually be able to be silly, and we need that to be able to work with anybody. And when it comes to our twin, what do we do? We hold space. Yeah. You know? I sometimes spend a little time in physical presence with my twin and, you know, we've had conversations and we're on each other's Facebook and all of that. And we do have, we are supportive of each other. Um, as much as we can be, and, you know, there's still energetic friction sometimes, but I embrace that. I, you know, I'm going through some of it right now and, you know, that's why I didn't partly like why I didn't do on Sunday and as I said when I announced that it's wonderful because I look at that as an opportunity everything in my life is an opportunity Mm. and when the more I practice and I have practiced doing that I don't suffer because I'm not avoiding anything because it's an opportunity yeah. for I'm embracing it and I'm working uh, with it. Because yeah. I align with it. They're my alignment. Yeah. And nobody's at fault. No. Not the least of which is my twin. Of course. Right? And my yeah. twin is doing what my twin's doing and whatever my twin's doing, I'm going to support that because I know, because my twin, like me, has free will. Right? I don't yeah. want somebody yeah. to be coming to me trying to take away my free will. So why would I do that to my twin? No, absolutely. Or anybody for that matter, but especially my twin, right? That's why. Like it's not people, possible. you know, I've been on, yeah, mm-hmm. I've been on Facebook and, you know, in some of the twin groups for, what, like, 
three, four years now, something like that. And like three years. Yeah. Um, and I see some people and I know energetically just because I am a twin, so I can tell energetically a lot of times who is a twin after a while. I don't try to do that necessarily, but sometimes it comes to me. Even if I haven't, you know, done, I used to do readings for them, for some people, and so I could definitely tell them. Um, yeah. And, you know, or they have a coach, they have a coaching or whatever, but, you know, and, and we talk, you know, also online and sometimes over the phone. The thing is, is that with some of those people, I still see them where they were. And they see themselves that they're not where they were. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. they're completely energetically, it's not like they're just revisiting it and going on a deeper level. They're not, because we do that, because everything's a spiral. But, because I do, mm. I do that, too. You know, again, I embrace it, so I go like, oh, wow, we're going deeper, you know, we're going deeper. Great. Yeah. I always want to go deeper, because it's the minute that I think, you know, oh, okay, well, this love is so deep, I don't think I could ever, it could ever be more. And guess what? <laughs> the minute I say that, oh, my gosh, there comes. <laughs> more and deeper and wow, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, many, many people have told me, you know, it's like, wow, you have such this big energy, you have all the you know. Um special. I'm unique. Unique, but I'm not special. Um and being a twin is not special. It's just a different path. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. And so and some people know that mentally, even if they are twins, and they, but they don't really know it. Yeah. And so, what happens is you see them. They'll, they'll, the way they speak about it, their energy that they speak about it with is an energy of special. And then for the people who are not on twin setting path, they create this friction with them, which is great for if they're creating the friction with them because then it gives them an opportunity to look at what it is they're doing. Unfortunately, a lot of times they don't. Um, but, yeah. So, now, what if you're not a twin? Let's talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Because I work with people who are not twins. Um, many of the people that I work with are, you know, like people are talking about how, yeah, there are a lot of twins here on the airplane right now, and so it's creating this energy. Yes, it is. Um, it's just one of the things that's blending to the ascension. One of the yeah. things that's blending to the ascension. Okay? Mm. Again, you ain't special. Right? <laughs> you are not special. You are unique. Everybody that's on this planet right now is blending to this ascension. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> and when you get out of polarized yeah. thinking again, you can see that, yes, even Donald Trump. Okay? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. He's got to go um, <laughs> Let's not go there. It's very true. And anyway, that couldn't have happened unless the collective wanted it. That's right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Even though some of us are like, silly. <laughs> well, thank you for this challenge. Um, but it is. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's great. It's great well, knowledge because all these people are really coming together and doing all these really neat things that they weren't doing yeah. before. Yeah. Well, some of them were so, doing it, but just not you know, to this level, you know. It's like, right. Oh, well, there's the a bus. lot of people. A lot of people mm-hmm. know. Yeah, that's the new point because we know that. But I'm saying more people. That's why I said more people, right? More people. Yes. <laughs> that's what I say. So, more and more and more. And we need that as a part of this. Um, but we also need those other people to show us, and it's not that black and white necessarily, you know. I mean, I look at somebody like Donald Trump, and, you know, I'm getting sidetracked again on Donald Trump. But anyway, I look at somebody like Donald Trump um, and his ilk, and I just go, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, they are not thinking, you know, like inside of themselves like, oh, you know, I'm doing this to do this you know, to be greedy or to be this or that. You know, they've convinced themselves that they're not. Of course, we know that's not the energy they're in. But I see a lot of people who are, you know, seemingly on a spiritual path that are doing similar things too. And then they're calling it something else. And, you know, or they're aligning with what is like, um, 
oh, look at there's all this suffering. Oh, my God, suffering. And I'm seeing them on social media. Oh, look at suffering, suffering, suffering. They're constantly posting suffering stuff. Or they're constantly posting um, stuff about, you know, I mean, it's the way they post it, too. Things need to be, you know, things need to be addressed. Don't get me wrong. You can't avoid things. But it's mm-hmm. the way that they post it. It's, it's this, from this space of, you know, and they're just, oh, my God, you know, this is, uh, you can just feel it in their suffering because of it. Yeah. And it's because it's all they see because it's a mirror. Just like if, if you're a twin, it's your mirror. And so right. that's what I want to talk about. When you're not a twin, right? Yeah. But the whole earth plane is ascending. So are the connections we are having different from the connections we would have had before the ascension? No. They're not different. The only difference is we're aware of them. Oh, yeah. The frequency of the planet, yeah, the frequency of the planet has changed. So now... We, as a collective, and we, as individuals, are more aware of our connections and what the energies feel like more, you know, and some people were already more aware before, but, you know, but even those of us who were are even more hyper-aware of them Um, Mm. for ourselves. Mm. Yeah. So that's why, like, a lot of people are, like, all going, am I a twin flame? Am I a twin flame? I have, yeah. and everybody I know that is a twin flame had some really, how uh, shall I call it, interesting um, connection, romantic connections, in particular before they're twins. Yeah. You know, so that's why the signs don't work, too. Because, you know, some people will say, oh, you know, we're able to have astral sex. Well, that's cool. Well, you can have astral sex with just about anybody. Really, yeah. isn't it, you know, just about as long as the alignments are there, you know, it's not a twin mm-hmm. thing. A mm. lot of things, people, you know, especially people in twin groups, they want to make everything a twin thing, you know, and it's not. And then when you, if you are a twin and you get into these twin groups, you know, but a lot of those people actually aren't twins, that's why. And that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because twins are not superior, but... You know, because they weren't looking at things energetically before they met whoever this person is that they have a very strong alignment with. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. unfortunately, it kind of gets them, you know, it's not healthy for them because they get, they get trapped into it being a twin thing. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not necessarily, because most of that stuff I can tell you, like, before I ever heard the word twin or even soulmate, that I had alignments for things like that. And it's called Tantra. And mm. Tantra is not just sexual and it's a whole way of being and it's the word Tantra actually, you know, and Hoppy Zula and I actually talked about it too in previous shows. Um yeah. but the word Tantra literally means to weave energy. And the sexual yeah. aspect to it or, you know, that sort of some people in, you know, relationship, that kind of relationship aspect to it is only a small portion of that. Um, because it's, you know, you learn the more you go forward with that weaving of energy. You start weaving energy really through the, throughout the whole planet. It's really cool. Um, I've been like that now actually my whole life. And I was doing those things. I didn't even know that those were Tantra, you know. This was in um, the early 90s. I believe it was, or it was in the mid-90s where, you know, I had a spiritual teacher and, and he handed me this book. Tantra, and no, it wasn't a book on sex. Okay, and this was before the internet. This was before, you know, like Western people got a hold of this thing called Tantra in mainstream. And um, they're now making it to this whole sexual thing. Um, you know, yeah, it's just energy exchange. But that is essentially what's going on. So your the Tantra has always been there. It's just like an awareness of the Tantra. And the more you become aware, then the more you can consciously play with it and really, you know, go with it um, sort of thing. So, but my, I had one alignment where, yeah, I, oh, ooh, that one was, like, very challenging. I'm um, not my twin, nor did I ever think that this person was my twin. 
Mm. Okay. And this person was like, yeah, I mean, there was definitely a big pull to this person. I did for a minute have a little bit of a hard time letting it go. Um, mm. And it was very similar in that this was a person who I would have, would have never sort of consciously chosen um, for whatever reason. <laughs> and, yeah, there was, like, massive energies between us and all kinds of, like, crazy things that happened, but not mm. my twin. Mm. Yeah, and I just really sort of, you know, especially with having that my twin is, you know, I can tell you, I was really instinctive to knew that. Um, but, there, but I always knew that there was something I instinctively knew about it, that it wasn't, you know, quite right, even though there was a lot of like, strong energy alignment. Um, I had another person who moved to Australia, and we had been in a relationship. And, you know, I had a strong pull with this person, but then there was part of me that didn't have any problem letting him go because... I knew that they wanted to do this particular thing. They wanted to go to school in Australia from the United States. And, you know, this is a person who I could sit across the room with and we would give each other orgasms. Okay. Wow. Um, and then when they moved to Australia, yeah, when they moved to Australia, um, I, you know, they would be masturbating and thinking about me. I came to find out. But, you know, I would be vacuuming the carpet. One time I was vacuuming the carpet in my house, and all of a sudden they started having an orgasm out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) It teaches you boundaries, too. And I called them up and said, "Uh, yeah, that was the first time, and then it happened another time. I don't remember what I was doing. And then I called them, and I said, are you masturbating and thinking about me? Because I could tell the second time. The first time I wasn't sure where, I thought it was just me. And I was like, well, that was cool, right? (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. But again, not my twin. Yeah. Very close soulmate person, but not my twin. Yeah. Or I have another person who came into my life after my twin who, um, you know, she and I actually, uh, we were twins, maybe, because we had, but we, and we still, we're still wonderful, wonderful friends. We said, you know, have so much love together. I love her so much. Um, you know, and yeah, it's and we just work together so succinctly in certain ways and whatever. And our love with each other is very unconditional. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, I mean, there's times that we've also presented challenges to each other. Um. But then our energy kind of works differently because, you know, her energy is um, more, in a conscious way, closer to, you know, where I'm at um, mm. than my twin. Because my twin mm. is more, in a way, complementary to these things, you know. Mm. Um, right. And your twin, and so people think so, if you're, they think that if you're a twin that, you know, you hear this thing like, well, the more that you work on yourself, the more, you know, your twin will, you know, come around. It holds that potential. It's a potential. Because mm-hmm. remember, your twin has free will. Mm-hmm. Right. So your twin is going to get to decide what to do with whatever energies, however. Okay. And I've known twin couples where one of them ends up dying. One of them, you know, ends up continuing to really, really do drugs and and whatnot. Um, I've known one that died because of that. Um, Mm -hmm. And they were physically together. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And they definitely were, were twins. Um, so, but the mind and, and, you know, for whatever reason, this person, you know, was making different decisions. So even though the other twin was really, really, you know, coming and, and was really embracing a lot of self-love, the other one refused to do it. Mm. You know, the space was being held. Right. That does happen. Mm. 
okay? Mm-hmm. So that we can never, it's not a thing that we can count on. But what we can count on is our self-love. And we can have other relationships and date other people. Mm-hmm. We need to be conscious and aware of our energy of who we are as twins, mm-hmm. but also not really just as twins, but as who we are. And be aware and observant. And, and we shouldn't go dating until we're aware and observant in most cases, although sometimes you do have those alignments. And you can learn things from them from other people, such as when you did your thing, right? Yeah. And then again, it's up to the other person if they wanted to learn whatever they wanted to learn. I mean, obviously they were in alignment of trying to because they became in alignment with you that way. You know? Yeah. So it's not about like you necessarily like, oh, I'm hurting this other person or anything. I mean, part of them wanted that alignment too or they wouldn't have been in alignment with you. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be aware and, you know, because you want to get what you want, you know? You know, so you have to act out of a space of integrity, right? Mm. Which means mm. absolute honesty, as honest as you can be. Mm. Because, again, we can't love somebody we don't trust, mm. right? And people can tell on, so other people can tell on some level if you're, like, really holding back, which is, in a way, a form of a lie. Yeah? It's just if you're in a really close relationship with them, right? So you have to mm-hmm. have that integrity. So yeah. if you're a twin, at some point you're going to have to tell them. Mm. If you're going into this relationship as, you know, being a potential long-term thing, right? Mm. Because I've known people who are twins and they go and they get involved with somebody and they don't tell them. And then this person is, because there's this energy, right? And they start, like, jiving and because you have, like, this big love energy, you know, and they're jiving in with your big love energy. And because you're twins, <laughs> right? Right. And this person is not telling about the twin alignment, so this person is not consciously, as consciously as they can, be making whatever decisions, you know. Yeah. And really the twin is doing it for out of fear, and so they're not really trusting themselves. Mm. Let's see. Anyway, so we covered a lot of stuff. Well, I guess I did, huh, Flora? <laughs> that was cool. I just had a lot I really wanted to talk about because there's so many things that are not really being eked out when people are talking about twin stuff. Um, you know, people get the yeah. idea that because somebody's in a couple, I see a lot of these, you know, the twin people who are in couples, and, you know, I do observe some codependence from them. Um. And then I think to myself, well, I don't want that. Yeah, no. right. I really don't yeah. because it's not unconditional love, and I'm all about unconditional love. I would much mm-hmm. rather have this major unconditional love relationship, however it looks, with my twin, and not be in a relationship with them than not yeah. have the unconditional love because I'm striving to be in some relationship with them. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a lot more yeah. sense because that Me creates too. a lot more open unconditional love space that I get to hold for myself, for my twins, for the whole planet. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not avoiding being in a relationship with my twin at the same time. I'm allowing. I'm allowing my twin, allowing me, and allowing everyone else. That's what I'm doing. There's no avoidance here. (sighs) Okay? Because if that were to happen, and it was, you know, it was providing what we both wanted, really providing what we both wanted, then I would do it. In heartbeat, okay. Mm. Mm. I wanted to make that clear. This mm. is not an either-or situation because I don't do polarity and I don't do, you know, dual dualism and that sort of thing because it's just not how life is. That's not reality. Mm. Yeah, the reality that we're being given, that's being created, but that reality is what creates all of the suffering and the strife. This planet. Yeah. Sure. So I don't avoid it. I embrace it because it's there, and I work with it, right? But I work with it in a way that isn't in a way that is, like, dualistic. I just go, oh, okay, I see that. Yeah, well, then how do I work with that? Mm. Without being in that dualism myself, because I don't have to be. It's very mm. possible. Mm. Very 
<laughs> but not when you're in avoidance, right? You know this. You've no. been doing it too. To extent, I was going right? to say, it's what you've been teaching me to do. What you do. Yeah. Right. And you feel like more yeah. free, like you can actually talk to people more and love people more. and Right? Absolutely. Sometimes, you know, I'm surprised at how free I feel. It's actually... I know. And how free I act, you know? So sometimes, well, it's just awesome. I mean, it's expanding my world to further lengths mm-hmm. all the time, you know, and in all different ways. And this is all from yeah. working on me and taking those alignments and working with them with my energy again because it's not about other people it's about me right it's not even about your twin right right yeah you're always saying to me and don't the twins, make it about the twins will come to you and ask for help sometimes you have to be careful with boundaries with that too not careful but observant That's aware true. Just of the boundaries you have a yeah twin. and then you learn them just like you, have you do boundaries. if you yeah yeah it's yeah. the same as any yeah, connection yeah, yeah. Because if you have a tendency to be a doormat type in the relationship and in a twin alignment, you'll do that too. But the energies, right? And you have to learn effective boundaries. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. right? It's like, well, I can't help anybody who doesn't want to help themselves. Everybody knows right. that, right? Well, no one can. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But they don't really you understand it from that. a heart space and how that really works. Yeah. That's what you've taught me. How that works, right? From the heart place, right? Yeah. Because it because what works for you is not also right works for the other person. Because if the other person doesn't want to help themselves for whatever, then they need to be over in alignment with other people who are still in alignment with what they want to do. They're suffering because whatever they think that they're learning from it, maybe they are, and maybe they aren't, and you know they are learning something from it. They wouldn't be doing, but. Right, no judgment. Mm. <laughs> just that's not. That's why it's been. I want. Yeah, and I want to move forward, so mm-hmm. I'm like moving forward with who wants to move forward, and they don't. Obviously, when they come to me, a lot of times they're not going to be in, you know, especially through my coaching and whatnot, but in, you know, even a similar energy space to me yet. But what they always have is this want to work and this want move forward mm. and it's want mm. and I can get behind that yeah I can get behind that and it doesn't it's it's not grueling okay so with that I wanted to say you know um, in case you missed it at the beginning of the show um, I am King Gilster I am a life coach I am well being a life coach what do I do Fleur <laughs> You teach people you to know. fall in madly in love with themselves. Yeah. It's working. <laughs> Isn't that just an, an absolute it's empowerment working. and yes. to get what you really, 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 anything you really want in your life, you can get um, with the tools that I help people with. And how mm-hmm. it is um, beneficial to have a coach is it helps you stay on your mark, you know, because you can get mm. all the self-help books that you want, and you can get, you know, like, sure. meditations and this and that. But if you're not, like, really happy, if you're still suffering and stuff, well, okay, you probably do need somebody to really, you know, help you get to those subtleties that, you know, like they say, an outsider looking at. And somebody who can, mm. like, really hold the space for you. And you can find out more about my coaching at com. Okay. Um, we have like fifty seconds. <laughs> yes, and if you and if you especially if you're a twin, right? I have a lot and lots of twins. Yeah. Super duper happy. And yeah, some of them actually yeah. are together with their twins and not all of them are and some of them could have been and they decided not to because they decided that, that wasn't a happy space for them until, you know, they were where they they were more consciously filmed. Right. So they didn't end up doing that yo yo thing. Although I've had some that wanted yeah. to make that decision because I don't tell people what to do, right? Yeah. They get to make their yeah. own decisions, I suggest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I hold the space. So even when they do the yoga stuff, it's not as hard a fall. 
right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that often happens, too. I don't want that yo-yo thing. Thank you. Right? <laughs> no. Easiest and simplest way. should have had India, darling. <laughs> that was lovely. Nice couple of days. Bye-bye.